Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out, except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode number 17. Do you know how to survive? Wisdom begins with wonder. Have you ever wondered about survival and what you need, really need, to survive? In every life, there are two worlds, the real-life world and the taken-for-granted world. Real life is where you find good and evil, sin and virtue, success and failure, rightness and wrongness, appropriateness and inappropriateness, and all of the other things on your mind from moment to moment. The taken-for-granted world is where you find all of the things you never think about because you never think about thinking about them. Why does a picture of an apple make you think of a real apple? Why do you believe in things you can't see taste, smell, hear, or feel. Things like electrons, the number five, and the latest economic depression. These things do not appear to our senses, yet most people believe that they are real things. Survival is one of these taken-for-granted things you never think about, despite the indisputable fact that every beat of your heart is governed by it. Survival is an extraordinary skill, not like any other skill found in nature, because it cannot be taught. Survival can only be learned. Survival is more complicated than you think, because you are more complicated than you think. You the whole person is to you the observable person as the whole universe is to a single atom. My mind to me is a kingdom. I am my world, said Wittgenstein. Yet three things are necessary, really necessary, for you to survive. 
sustenance, social relations, and philosophy of life. Sustenance is necessary to survive. Outrageous inventions become comforts, comforts become conveniences, and conveniences almost instantly become necessities. All of the material comforts and physical conveniences that we can't seem to get enough of, but that we don't really want or need, make you and me who we are. We believe that our way of life is the only correct way of living, and that other people and cultures are not just different, but wrong, and must be revised upward like a hammer on an anvil. But sustenance is more than craving material comforts, just as life is more than food. Sustenance also means clarity of mind. The mind manufactures reality. Reality is constructed in the mind. But at first, the mind is confused. The mind believes that reality is out there, separate and distinct and independent of it. The mind believes that reality exists even if there is no mind to perceive it. The mind is alienated from itself. Still, in time, just as grass becomes milk, the mind recognizes that reality is a product of the mind. The mind appreciates reality as its own creation. The mind understands that reality and the mind are one and the same. The mind is finally reconciled with itself, like a reunion between mother and child. The mind perceives reality as clearly and completely as the mind perceives itself. Just as if the eye perceives itself in its own field of vision. Then does the enlightened mind perceive reality as it truly is, and not as the unenlightened mind wishes it to be. Are you feeding your mind truth or illusion? Are you seeing your life as it really is? Social relationships are necessary to survive. You may be born a biological male or biological female, but you are only a son or daughter as a social being in the social world. Even your identity, the self, is socially constructed. You are not who you think you are, and you are not who I think you are. You are who you think I think you are. The human self is a social self. There is no I without thou, and no me without we. You cannot survive 
except as a social self. You were dropped in society, but you can't drop out. It's too late to be an individual, to think for yourself, and too dangerous. Jesus tried, and Jesus wept. That's what the hammer and nails are for. I know who you think you are. You're wrong. That's not who you are. That's who you were told you are. Who are you before you are told who you are? Two relationships, and only two relationships, really matter. Your relationship with other persons, but also your relationship with God. Everything that can be thought can be said, but not everything that can be said can be thought. Of these inscrutable things, we must remain silent. Take God. The five defining characteristics of the Jewish, Christian, and Muslim omni-God are such things, things which can be said but not thought. The omni-God is omnipotent or all-powerful, omniscient or all-knowing, omnibenevolent or all-good, omnitemporal, neither time-bound, and omnipresent, nor place-bound. These essential features of God may be spoken of, but cannot be circumscribed by the mind. The mind cries out to the universe for meaning, but the universe is indifferent and our cries for help are absurd. We struggle to comprehend God's meaning, God's essence, but heaven's divine grasp exceeds our human, all too human reach. All we can speak of is what God is not. This is all we know on earth and all we need to know. God is not left-handed. God was not born in the month of April. God does not love to drink coffee and eat chocolate and does not detest broccoli. I am these things. God is not. God is a residual category of uncreated matter made up of essential traits and defining attributes that are left over after we reject everything that God is not. These residual qualities, things we can speak of, but things which cannot be thought of, amount to saying nothing at all. These things are unfathomable and are best left unspoken and passed over in silence. Said Wittgenstein, Are you and God strangers? Will you even know him when you see him? Philosophy of life is necessary to survive. What in the name of the Omni-God is your problem? You didn't choose to be born 
You didn't choose to be born free to choose. You couldn't even choose to choose not to choose. You were born free, yes, but free in an iron cage. Said Rousseau, man is born free and everywhere he is in chains. You were dumped in the universe by a malicious stranger who pushed you out of a moving car without warning, without caring, and without any explanation of where you came from, where you are now, where you're supposed to go, and whether it's even possible for you to get out of here. What happened to you? How should you feel about it? And what should you do now? Why can't you seem to figure out how to live? Maybe you can't get there from here. Maybe you are stuck at the end of a dead-end street. Maybe your life is a soliloquy with no purpose. And you are stuck in a conversation with yourself you can't get out of. Maybe this room has no exit and the only way out is the way you came in. Like a game show host, do you ever question your life? Do you ever question the big answers? Do you ever question the big answers you've been told? And answer the big questions with your own wisdom and reason. Today, we live better than Marcus Aurelius, the last and greatest of the five good emperors of the Roman Empire. Today, the average teenager knows more than the smartest person in the world did only a few hundred years ago. Today, we have figured out everything else. It's about time we figured out how to survive. It's about time we wake up from the dreams behind the lies we live by. Do you know how to survive? Isn't it about time you learn? Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to the Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.